Blog Talk Radio. It's time for Wide Men Can't Score on the Wide Men Network. Brought to you by the Law Offices of Stephen P. New at newlawoffice.com, wowfreecam.com, and facebook.com slash makeupkennedy. Here on the Wide Men Network, check out all the great features at blogtalkradio.com slash widemencantjump. Now here's your host, from north of the border, Tim Dombrova. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Wide Man Can't Score. This is TD coming to you from the Great White North, as always. And boy, let me tell you, the Wide Men Network resembles the Philadelphia Eagles this week, folks. Not because we suck, but because, boy, the injured reserve list continues to grow. Uh, TR has been sick. Uh, now, yesterday, Nate Bush comes down with appendicitis and is having surgery this morning. Uh, that leaves me. Uh, hopefully, somebody recovers for tomorrow for the basketball show, or else it could get interesting. It could be white men can't jump over the boards. Hey, that's not a bad uh, that's not a bad title for the new show. Maybe I should change it from white men can't score to white men can't jump over the boards. I like that. Anyway, moving on. <clears throat> So we wish uh, Tom a uh, speedy recovery. And, of course, Big Nate, uh, we're all thinking about you. Uh, boy, uh, what a week for Nate. Uh, fatherhood on uh, Halloween followed by appendectomy. Wow. Doesn't get much more interesting than that. Um, but off to some uh, NHL news. Uh, big, big uh, stories going on this weekend. Uh, two coaches fired this week. Um The uh, head coach for the Los Angeles Kings, uh, I believe John Stevens, I believe is his name, Uh, he got the axe. Kings really haven't been uh, doing all that great, so not a lot of surprise there. Uh, Willie Desjardins, named interim coach, uh, former head coach of the uh, Vancouver Canucks. Uh, But the biggie came this morning when uh, it was announced that Joel Quenville, a three-time Stanley Cup champion coach of the Chicago Blackhawks, got the Got the hammer, dropped down from above, and uh, it's a bit of a surprise. His record was pretty good this year, and certainly his track record is spectacular. Odd to see him get hammered. Um, there's a lot of talk about uh, some internal strife there. I mean, the Blackhawks are 500. They've got 15 points. They're not doing that bad, considering their team is getting older, and their core is in the 30s to mid-30s, and that's when the drop-off starts. I mean, say what you want, but they haven't been horrible. They've got no goaltending. Crawford has been hurt for quite a bit and hasn't returned to form, and Cam Ward is, well, Cam Ward's stats, despite the fact he won a Stanley Cup, his stats speak for themselves about uh, how good he's not. Um... I guess the Blackhawks, well, 15 points from 15 games. Like I said, they're not. I mean, if, if he's getting fired, you got to start to, if you coach the Ducks or the Hurricanes or Vegas, uh, Ottawa, Rangers, any of those teams, the St. Louis, there's a biggie, or Detroit, although Detroit's expected to be bad. You know, how's the guy in Florida feeling? Uh, 
Uh, he's only got nine points from 11 games. He's as bad as the uh, Kings. So, um, but those were big, uh, big stories. Uh, uh, of course, the the big question becomes now that Joel Quenville doesn't have a job in Chicago, uh, does that uh, make somebody else pull the trigger on their coach so they can hire him? Because he is a fairly uh, respected coach, and his uh, track record speaks for itself. I mean, he had a bad year last year, but that team. Um, you know, you trade Arteri Panarin, you get rid of Nicholas Harmelson, uh, they got rid of uh, Ben Holstra. They keep making trades that really don't make sense. Well, I guess mostly because they're against the cap, because they signed some ridiculous uh, contracts there. Um, I mean, Joel Quenville, since he's been in Chicago, uh, you know, 40, 45 and 22, 52 and 22, 44, 45. Uh, had a, uh, in the strikes shortened season, won the cup, uh, 36 wins in 48 games. Uh, 40 plus wins every year except for last year. And that gets you the hammer. I mean, I guess, you know, like they say, coaches, uh, Hired to be fired, but uh, unless he lost the rumor, there's something more going on there. <clears throat> They're going to be hard pressed to find anybody any better than him. Um, that being said, he's gone, so uh, no press conferences this morning. Uh, haven't heard who's filling in yet. Uh, when I know, I'll let you guys know. Uh, so that takes us to some other news in the world of pucks. Um, Brad Marchand. Oh, Bradley, you little rat weasel. Um, once again in the news for the wrong reasons. Such a good player if he just would stick to the hockey, but can't do it. Um, went into the corner against Colton Susan to the Predators. Uh, got the stick up a little bit of high. Love tap on the helmet, if that. Got a two-minute penalty. No, all right. I understand the initial um, uh, not being happy about that call, but you got to suck it up. And it was one to nothing uh, for uh, the Predators. Uh, you take that penalty and you hush, and you bitch about it in the dressing room or wherever else. But you don't do what Marchand pulls, which is. Uh, uh, thinks he's in the ballet and starts diving all over. Maybe that he was in the NBA or perhaps he uh, uh, played for uh, Real Madrid, thought his name was Ronaldo or Messi or Neymar, or even worse, and uh, fall down and and act like you've been, you know, this is the only time in the history of hockey that a call has ever been made where the guy really wasn't hit in the head. Uh, as such, he ended up getting another penalty and looked like an idiot, <clears throat> and uh, they lost the game. So that being said, uh, then Marchand uh, shows us why the Bruins tolerate him as he uh, last night uh, scores in overtime and the Bruins beat the Dallas Stars 2-1. to one. Um, Just play hockey, Brad. You're so much better if that's just what you do. So on that note, uh, the picks for the weekend – well, we didn't do. We weren't great this week, but we weren't horrible in the hockey. 
Um, we're keeping our head above, uh, keeping our head above water. I believe on. Uh, I just have to pull this up because I don't want to make uh, statements that aren't true. Because Lord knows I I don't want to get involved in any of that. On uh, Friday, we went two and one. Then on Saturday, we went eight and four. On Sunday, we went two and one. And last night we were a little weak sauce. We went two and three last night, but that pulls our record up to a stunning uh, one hundred and sixteen and ninety-seven, which is nineteen games above five hundred. <clears throat> and on a uh, on another note, I went eleven and one in the NFL football on Sunday. I don't know what kind of money that would have brought back, but uh, wouldn't have been would have been nice to put it in the pocket. Uh, we also did extremely well in the NCAA football, so check for Tim and Tom's um, NCAA picks on uh, Friday night. Um, so uh, the betting's going pretty good. I'd like to be a little bit higher than that. I'd like to be about 25 games above uh, 500. Uh, we got some pretty good games on tap tonight. Um, the uh, Leafs. Get back at her. I think the Leafs should play every night, but they don't. But they should because it'd be so much more exciting for all of us. Because we're Leaf fans, we hate the Oilers. Boo Oilers. Um, <clears throat> Vegas rolls into Toronto tonight. I got the Leafs in that one. The Canadians are uh, visiting the Rangers at the Garden. I've got the Rangers. Uh, we've got Dallas on the road to Columbus. Columbus has looked horrible. Uh, Bobrovsky looks totally uninterested in the net. I got Dallas in that one. Uh, Devils at Senators. Oh, we got to talk about the Senators in a bit. I got the Devils in that one. Canucks at Red Wings. I got the Canucks. Oilers in Tampa. I got Tampa. Uh, Hurricanes uh, visiting the Blues in St. Louis. I've got the Blues. And the Ducks are at L.A. Face the Kings. I have the newly uh, fired coach Kings with uh, who is it? I guess it was Darcy, Willie Desjardins at the helm. I've got the, the Kings winning. Usually come out the first night for the new coach and play well. Then we've got Minnesota at San Jose, and I have the Wild in that game for a little bit of an upset. Uh, back to the Senators. Um, only the Ottawa Senators, with all that team has been through in the last six, eight months, um, an owner that is a schmuck in Eugene Melnick. Uh, I'm not moving the team. I'm not moving the team. Support the team or I'll move it. Oh, I'm not moving the team. Uh, then we have the Mike Hoffman, Eric Carlson, wife, girlfriend fiasco, where one accuses the other of bullying online, et cetera, et cetera. <clears throat> so they trade Hoffman away. Then Carlson doesn't stay in Ottawa, so they trade him away um, and get nothing. Then they have a great debacle. That was earlier. That was in the last season about one of their employees was involved in a sexual assault case, and they didn't uh, relieve him of his duties until well after the fact. Now, that didn't sit well with the fan base. Then, on top of it all, the team sucks. They haven't played horribly. 
but they're not very good, and their their year is going to be a long one. And then it comes out today that uh, over the weekend they were some of their players were uh, videoed by an Uber driver running down the coach and their systems and basically laughing at what a joke the the team was. And one of those guys was Matt Duchesne. And some of the others were some good young prospects like Tierney, Chris Tierney, and uh, Shabbat, Thomas Chabot, I believe his name is, who had kind of taken the Carlson role up in uh, Ottawa. And uh, so now you've got that thrown on the plate. <clears throat> and uh, how do you deal with that? What do you do? Like, how uh, how can those players go and look at that coach? And I believe it was the power play and penalty kill coach. How can you go back into the dressing room with any amount of credibility and look that guy straight in the eye and say anything that's going to help? Um, you're almost to the point where that coach has to go, which makes no sense. He didn't do anything wrong, although their penalty kill and power play is not very good. <clears throat> or the players are going to either be punished or traded or something, but that's a difficult thing to do in the NHL or any pro sport um, because chances are you're going to end up on the short end of any of those deals. So that doesn't really work out that great. So they've got a they've got a mess in Ottawa yet again. Uh, Senator players, I just see there's a new story that just popped up here. Senator players describe video as a hiccup. <clears throat> um, boys, <laughs> That's more than a hiccup when you're caught on tape criticizing your coaches and then laughing. Uh, that can't be. That just can't be tolerated. You know, uh, Mark Stone says latest bit of drama. It's just a hiccup, and the team has already repaired their relationship. Uh, it's an internal matter, and it has already been addressed before the clip surfaced. Bullshit. Lies. 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 If you're that coach, you are pissed, and you're not going to be very happy with those players. And there was five of them. One has been sent down to his junior team. Actually, there was, what, three, four, five, six, seven of them. Um, yeah, not cool, guys. Not not very nice, and uh, I don't know. Like I said, I'm not sure what you do as a franchise when you got seven guys caught doing something as stupid as this. You're getting paid millions of dollars. Keep your mouth shut. Do your job. And if you want to get traded or you don't like Ottawa, then you speak to management and you you get moved or whatever. You don't sign a new contract, whatever the case may be. But you do that (coughs) quietly, excuse me. Um, You don't do it uh, publicly. And that's just stupid on their part. And I have no sympathy for them for any punishment they may get. Uh, What else we got going on? Uh, not too much. Uh, you know, <clears throat> there was only a couple games last night. Um, no big surprises. At least I don't recall any. Washington beat the Oilers four to two in Washington. Uh, Connor McDavid doesn't quite look right to me. Um, he scored a goal early in the game, and then he kind of. I don't want to say disappeared because that's not the right word. <clears throat> but you know, all I ever hear when you watch the games is, "Oh, 
he totally controlled the game. He 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 owned it every time he was out on the ice, and blah 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 blah. And I go, okay, well, how did they lose four to two if that's the case? He plays an outrageous amount of minutes. Um, he's out there on any situation where Edmonton, you know, power plays. So you would think that it would be difficult for them to lose. Now, granted, he can't show up every night and be the driving force of everything in the games, but if he is, in fact, the greatest player in the world, and there's no argument to be made uh, offensively when he has his mindset, he can uh, he can dominate a game. That's, that's true. Um, but he did not look... That's good to me lately, like that he's out there uh, and he races up and down, but he's not really getting a whole lot done. I mean, he had a goal. He had a lousy two shots on goal last night, and he played 23 minutes. Uh, it was only seven of eight, uh, seven, seven of uh, 15 in the face-off circle, so that's not spectacular. Um, I don't know. I just, I just thought he didn't really he didn't play with his usual zip to me. He's going to have to tonight if they want to beat Tampa Bay. But anyhow, uh, back to last night's games. Uh, the Bruins-Dallas game was a really good game. Um, the Stars took a couple of ridiculous penalties at the end and were short-handed into overtime, and of course that cost them. Uh, the Montreal Islander game was also a pretty good game. Um, Canadians kind of held in there and stormed back, and they won in a shootout. Uh, not with Carey Price in that either, so that's a that's always a plus to get two points out of a game where he doesn't play. Uh, of course, I mentioned the Capitals beat the Oilers four to two. Looked like the Stanley Cup champions. Oilers looked not horrible, but <clears throat> I guess really what they are a team that's going to struggle and may, might make the playoffs. The Flyers went into Arizona and smacked around the uh, Coyotes, who had been uh, playing fairly well up until this point. Uh, Claude Giroux uh, decided he would show why he's the best player in Philadelphia and fired in uh, got two goals and uh, one assist, three point night. Uh, you know, that's what your that's what your big boys get paid paid for. Uh, they throw in their third string goalie Calvin Pickert, and lo and behold, what happens? They get a victory. The uh, Philadelphia Flyers should take their two goalies that they have under contract that are their supposed one and twos, which is what, uh, Neuverth and Brian Elliott, I believe, who combined make... Oh, and now they've pulled... Neuverth is on injured reserve now with his $2.5 million salary. Elliott makes 2.7. They called up Alex Leone from... Uh, I, I'm gonna guess the AHL. Yeah, from Lee Valley. Uh, but they should get rid of all those guys, and they should call up uh, Carter Hart and Cal- and put Calvin Pickard in the backup and roll. And they'd be surprised how much better they they would do. Uh, I said Flyers is a place where goalies usually go to die, and they've actually got a couple worth uh, keeping. And they seem to, for some reason, um, not be able to figure it out. And I don't understand why. I guess money is involved in there. But uh, 
still, it seems a little bit ridiculous from my point of view. But what do I know? I'm just a hockey guy. Uh, We'll be right back. Uh, We're going to pay a couple of bills. Uh, Hang in there, and we'll see you after the break. Have you been injured on the job, facing divorce, experiencing workplace discrimination? You can rely on a compassionate, thorough representation at New Law Office. That's right. The practicing law of Stephen P. New. He has practice areas of personal injury, automobile accidents, workplace accidents, mesothelioma law, social security disability, unfair insurance practices, family law, and employment discrimination. Mr. New is a proud sponsor of Wide Men Can't Jump, is a big basketball fan, and also pro wrestling fan in the West Virginia area. Stephen P. New will fight for you and will represent you whether it be locally or nationally. Get your free consultation today by dialing 1-888-692-8084 or visit newlawoffice.com today. Again, that's 1-888-692-8084 or visit newlawoffice.com today. You want to talk about carrying a big hammer, Stephen P. New. He's a player among players of he was an NHL player. He'd be Gretzky. Maybe Gordie Howe. Probably more Gordie Howe. It's a little tougher. But I want to talk about a man who's not afraid to swing the big hammer, Stephen P. New. Getting it done for you. Helping the little guy. Gotta love it. And from all understandings, a veteran and a hell of a great guy. And he sponsors this show. And for that alone, kudos from the great white north to Stephen P. New. Back to hockey. I know you can hardly wait. Um, we should take a look at the standings. As it's been a week and things have changed a little bit. A couple teams have cooled off a smidgen. A few other teams have uh, picked it up and are uh, climbing the ladder, so to speak. And we've seen that. And we're worried about the 14-game mark for most teams. Uh, We're starting to see, again, a little bit of uh, movement as uh, the pretenders and the fakers are slowly removed from the list. Uh, In the east, Tampa Bay Lightning, up top, 21 points. Three of their last five for victories tonight against the Oilers. In second, we get the New York Islanders who everyone thought without John Tavares would fall apart. And surprisingly, they have not. They've won four of their last five games. Uh, next up Thursday against the Lightning. Uh, not looking too bad, uh, getting the goaltending so far. But that always is helpful. In third, the Leafs, who were, had a bit of a drop, lost two in a row there, but... Uh, came back with a 5 nothing beauty against the Penguins on Saturday. They got the Knights tonight at home. In fourth place, the Bruins, who also have been playing pretty good. But they've been win-loss, win-loss the last little while. They got the Canucks on Thursday in the, at the Gardens in Boston. It's probably not the Gardens anymore, but that's what I'm going to call it anyway. Then we've got the Penguins, who have are on a four-game losing streak. Um, they have been manhandled the last. They went through the West uh, last week and couldn't lose. 
and they came back and uh, they've given up uh, what is it, 19 goals in four games and have lost four in a row. They got the Capitals next on Wednesday. Uh, the uh, aforementioned Capitals are uh, right behind the Penguins, well, tied with the Penguins. They've lost uh, three of their last five, including a, a smackdown by the Canadians. Uh, although they beat the Oilers last night. As I said, they've got Pittsburgh next on the, uh, Wednesday. Uh, Montreal, surprise Montreal Canadiens in seventh. Uh, 18, they're only in seventh because of uh, the way the crazy uh, standings work uh, for uh, divisions. They have uh, been hot and cold, hot and cold. They win one, they lose one, they win one, they lose one. But they're doing better than I thought. Their goaltending has not been quite as good as I'd hoped, but good enough to keep them in most games. And uh, if the playoffs ended tomorrow, the Buffalo would be the number eight seed. And uh, they play Montreal next on Thursday. And after that, we got Columbus, Philadelphia, Carolina, the Devils, Senators, Rangers, Detroit, and Florida bringing up the basement. And the only two teams that are really out of it already are probably Florida and Detroit. They're already six and seven points behind, and that, that's already difficult for a comeback. Uh, in the West, the Predators leading the way, 22 points, winners of four of their last five. They got the Avalanche on Wednesday. The surprise Calgary Flames in the number two. They've won four of their last five. They've got the Ducks on Wednesday night. The Minnesota Wild in third place. Winners of four of their last five. They've got the Sharks tonight in San Jose. The surprise team is the Canucks. They've won three in a row. They've got the, they're in Detroit. That's a winnable game for them. Um, Goaltending not that great but scoring enough to still get the job done. And the goaltending has been a little bit better lately. Um, In their wins, they've only given up. uh, Well, they give up four goals between the two games in Chicago and uh, uh, Minnesota. And then they were in a bit of a shootout the other night against uh, Colorado. They give up six in that game. So the potential is there. But they scored seven, so, you know, that's all it takes. In fifth spot, the Dallas Stars, winners of three of their last five. Their next game is against the Blue Jackets tonight. Uh, the Oilers sit in sixth. They've got the Lightning tonight. Um, the Oilers are going to be that uh, kind of team where they're going to win two or three, then they're going to lose two, then they're going to win two and three, they're going to lose two. Um, so they're going to bear watching. Uh, they've got enough offense to get into the playoffs, but their goaltending is just bad enough that they may not. Um, I said they're sitting right about where they're sitting except uh, I see some teams behind them that are going to get better like the Jets who are in 7th place who have lost 3 of their last 5 games and then the win-loss, win-loss kind of thing they don't play again until Friday because they're back from their uh, finish uh, global series nonsense uh, in 8th place the Avalanche who have suddenly cooled off Lost four of their last five. They get the Predators next on Wednesday night. And that would be the end of the playoff teams if the playoffs ended, started today. Uh, for the rest of the West, we've got the San Jose Sharks in ninth. 
The Blackhawks in 10th with a new coach coming up. <coughs> Excuse me. We've got the Ducks in 11th, the Coyotes in 12th. That's interesting to see the Coyotes in 12th and not last like normal. Poor Vegas getting a rude awakening about uh, how the NHL really works this year. They're in 13th place. The hapless Blues, whose coach has got to be next on the list of ones to get fired, are in 14th, and bringing up the basement are the Kings, whose coach did get fired in 15th. So overall, in the league, we have Nashville on the top, followed by Tampa Bay, Calgary, Minnesota, Toronto, Boston, Islanders, Canadians, Canucks, Dallas, Edmonton, Winnipeg, San Jose, Colorado, Buffalo, Pittsburgh, Washington, Columbus, Philadelphia, Chicago, Anaheim, Arizona, Carolina, Devils, Senators, Vegas Knights, New York Rangers, St. Louis Blues, Detroit Red Wings, Florida Panthers, and bringing in the basement, the poor L.A. Kings, Drew Doughty. Drew Doughty, how do you feel about signing that long-term contract extension with L.A. now? Drew, you could be playing for the Leafs, my friend. Or the Oilers or somebody who was better than the Kings, because, boy, did the Kings ever suck. Uh, That's about it in the hockey world, folks. So get out the... uh, Pull out the chair tonight. I believe that most of the... Games are on in Canada, of course, because, well, that's what we do up here, to be honest. Uh, This is election day in the States, or midterm elections, so God only knows what might be going on down there. Uh, Yes, on the Sportsnet, uh, Dallas and Columbus is at 5 o'clock Mountain. Then we have the Oilers and the Lightning, the Canucks and the Red Wings are both on TV. And then, of course, if you've got any kind of Internet savvy, you can pretty much watch whatever you want. The NHL's not too crazy about the... They have the blackouts, but they don't seem to enforce them really well on the Internet. You can pretty much watch whatever you want to watch. Uh, with that being said, that is another edition of Wide Men Can't Score, possibly to be re- renamed Wide Men Can't Jump Over the Boards, because I kind of like that. Um, that's it for me. Everybody have a great day. I don't know what the weather's like in the United States. Probably nice and probably shitty, depending on where you live. Uh, up here, it's been snowing. It's nasty. Nobody likes it. But everybody's just got to calm down. Take a deep breath. Enjoy life. Enjoy what you have. Look around. It could be a hell of a lot worse, people. So, smile. Be nice to one another. Get along. And then throw bricks at your television when your favorite team doesn't win. That's all you can do. That's it for me. Everybody, have a great day. Talk to you soon. I'm out of here. Thanks for listening to this show on the Wide Man Radio Network, blogtalkradio.com slash jump. You can download this and any other episode from our network at iTunes, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, PodParadise, Google Play, Player FM, and anywhere you find your favorite podcast. This show has been brought to you by the Law Offices of Stephen P. New at newlawoffice.com, facebook.com slash makeupkennedy, and wowfreecam.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at WideJump. You can follow us on Instagram at WideMenCan'tJump, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash WideMenCan'tJump. Please leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Also, Rate the show and tell us how we did. If you love us, 
please give us a five-star rating. Again, thanks for listening to this episode on the Wide Men Radio Network. Tune in, same time, same place, for the Wide Men Radio Network at blogtalkradio.com slash wide men can't jump. <laughs>